0: There was time and space where you could put energy into your relationship bucket. And then when children come along, you're required to put that energy into your kids, into the dependent Mm -hmm. little ones. And on top of that, you are sleep deprived. And there are hormonal, hormonal changes and challenges with our kids. Is your child's challenging
1: behavior leaving you feeling exhausted, defeated, and hopeless? You are not alone. And I want you to know you are not a failure and your child is not broken. Welcome to Calm the Chaos Parenting, the podcast for parents raising strong-willed, highly sensitive, or neurodivergent children. I'm Dana Abraham, parenting expert, and I have helped hundreds of thousands of families just like yours. Each week, I'll share simple science-backed solutions to help you feel more grounded, in tune, and deeply connected to your child, no matter what challenge you face. Start your journey from surviving to thriving as a family at CalmTheChaosPodcast.com. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Calm the Chaos Parenting Podcast. I am so so thrilled for today's topic because we're going to be talking about partnerships, marriages, relationships, the stuff that can just get in the way of everything. We go into marrying our partner and we have all of these beautiful ideals probably put in our head by Disney and the princesses and princes and moot you know, rom-com movies, and then we have kids and everything turns upside down. And so I know that this is one of the biggest challenges that many of the people listening to this podcast face, and that is communication with our partners, relationships with our partners, especially if you are navigating challenges with your kids. So that just adds another layer of stress. And I have had the amazing pleasure of becoming good online friends with my guest today, and I just love everything that she puts out into the world around marriages and relationships, and she has a new book that just came out. Um, we were kind of Um, Our books were coming out almost at the exact same time. So we were going through that process together. And so I'm so excited to welcome Dr. Tracy Dalgalish. So uh,
0: Dr. Tracy, welcome. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so thrilled to be sitting with you, Dana. Thank you so much for inviting me into your space, into your community. And my goodness, we have both connected over what it means to bring forward our work and to see it in the hands of people who need it, which is So cool to be able to take everything that we do and to put it all into one piece. So, yes. thank you, Dana, for having me well, here.
1: Of course, like I said, I I think I just like so there's some people that we meet in life, and I'm like, whether you like it or not, I'm going to be your new bestie. And I just have like
0: decided you're that person. <laughs> I I have conversations with you more than you know because your book is on the night sta- night side table. It takes turns between Greg's side and my side, and when he's in the first chapter, I'm saying, skip the first chapter and get to the good stuff, <laughs> and then. <laughs> we've had one of those hard days i'm thinking what would data do
1: <laughs> oh, well i i i Keep myself from messaging you more. So now I'm just gonna give an open invitation. You can message me anytime <laughs> oh, you are thinking what would Dana do, um, because I probably need to be messaging you when I'm like, why is this happening <laughs> in my marriage?
0: Right. But it, we, we both deal with relationships, right? And we're both talking about how do we build bonds with people that we love mm-hmm. and care about, and these these healthy ways of communicating and connecting yeah. and being able to understand. And who is this person with us? Yeah.
1: yeah. So before we dive too deep, um, for people who don't know who you are now, your Instagram is amazing. I absolutely love the reels you do and the content you share over there. But if someone has not had a chance to see your work yet, can you share a little bit about who you are and then why you're so passionate about helping um You know relationships and marriages
0: Mm -hmm. i'm a psychologist and couples therapist i'm in ottawa canada and i stumbled across attachment theory and couples in my third year of undergrad and then have never i've never looked back in terms of trying to understand who we are, the messages we learn growing up, how we reenact these unmet needs from childhood with our partners. I went on to do my PhD at the University of Ottawa and studied emotionally focused couples therapy. So truly, I have spent so many years listening to therapy tapes, working with couples, and trying to understand what is it that creates this sense of disconnection that so many of us experience. And Mm -hmm. I think it's so important for us to even start out and say, you know, the, the, the books, the social media posts that everybody looks happy and our minds want to fill in the story that others don't have the struggles that we have. And it was one of the reasons behind writing my book. I didn't sign up for this Mm -hmm. was because the everyday stories of couples who struggle just were not out there. So the other parts of my identity are a business owner. I own the mental health clinic here in Ottawa called Integrated Wellness. We are a group of therapists that see people for mental health conditions, wanting to live a meaningful life, make changes in their life, and then also be connected digital. And that is my online digital space where people all over the world in the comfort of our own home can learn the skills and the tools that I teach people every single day in my therapy room. And the one last piece is I'm a mom to two kids. Um, I like to tell myself that balance does not exist and it is about, uh, well, actually my husband framed it this the other day. and I really liked it. It's not work-life balance. It's work-life boundaries mm-hmm. and trying to find what it means to be present with my kids and have energy with them at the end of the day while also doing the things that fill me up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I always describe it as a pulley system, um, mm. because when you pull down on work or you pull down on the thing that lights you up, you are inevitably going to pull up on family. And when you pull down on family, you are inevitably going to have to pull up on mm. the work or the thing, the other things in your life. And so, I, I also agree that balance is not um, not achievable. It's more mm-hmm. like an equilibrium of like these things are going to be going on in my life, but not all at the same time. And that's okay.
0: So. And who, who? What are you choosing each moment? Right. I, I think this was my my mother in law who actually said, "Like you don't get to choose yourself, your husband, and kids, and the clean kitchen." each time you have to choose one and the others will, will shift and fade. And so which one are you going to choose? And, and truthfully, Dana, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm choosing that clean kitchen because it feels good to be in there on my own and scrubbing things down. And then other times I want to choose connection with my husband at the end of the day, or I want to be with my children and connect with them. And it's, you know, all of that coming back to our values. That's where
1: you and I are different. I would never choose the clean kitchen. (laughs) I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm out. <laughs> okay, I'm I getting better at walking away it. from it. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do choose like the clean desk where I work or mm. the clean living room where I sit with my kids. Um I do need that like space to be cleaned off, but I am not a kitchen scrubber. I'm not a deep cleaner when it comes to that. Like it's just that's my executive functioning ADHD brain. So, <laughs> All right, so let's dive into um First and foremost, like what are some of the biggest challenges? I mean, you've worked with a lot of uh, a lot of partnerships, a lot of relationships, and so um, and I know in your book you walk through four couples and what they go through. What are some of those like most common challenges, especially with parents um, and and that they have with their partners?
0: Uh, on a high level way of looking at this, I see this as we stop putting energy and intention into our marriage. Mm -hmm. So we think of all of the time and space that you had before you had children. So for many people, they experienced the sense of ability to connect or Mm -hmm. issues had time and space to breathe. And so you could come back and work through them or maybe Mm -hmm. they kind of floated away and they weren't issues anymore. There was time and space where you could put energy into your relationship bucket. And then when children come along, you're required to put that energy into your kids, into the dependent Mm -hmm. little ones. And on top of that, you are sleep deprived. And there are hormonal hormonal changes and challenges with our kids, whether it's Mm -hmm. around their sleep or their eating or feeding challenges, all of that is in there. And then we stop turning towards each other, or actually, let me give it a different frame. Then we stop standing beside each other, facing the problem, Mm -hmm. and we're shoulder to shoulder looking at this problem in front of us. But then instead, we start going against each other. And it's Mm -hmm. the you versus me. Who's doing this right? I'm right. You're wrong. Do it my way. And we can often find that there were these patterns early on in our relationships that were there that then are exacerbated after having kids and Mm. just to normalize this too, 67 percent of couples experience a significant decline in their satisfaction in their relationship in the first year of having a baby and many Mm. of those throughout the first three years their satisfaction will increase simply without doing anything just because of you adjusting to parenthood you getting familiar with the roles you getting more sleep and healing that mm-hmm. shifts over time. But the other piece in there is that people do get stuck in those negative cycles, which mm-hmm. sounds like criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And they are self reinforcing cycles that are mm-hmm. filled with negative emotions like anger, frustration, resentment, and a lot of unmet needs and longings. And where I often work from, from the attachment perspective, is these needs sound like, am I important to you? Do I matter? Am I enough for you? Am I worthy and adequate for you? And so oftentimes people show up in my office and Dana, I've heard all of these fantastic arguments around how to boil water, what's the right way to chop a vegetable. You know, the socks are in the wrong laundry basket. And, you know, again, the comment about driving and how could you make the turn there? And all I said was watch out for the car. And then we're in this big argument. But, you know, at at the core of this are these core needs and longings that we stop Mm -hmm. being able to ask for them and to communicate about them. Mm -hmm. Dana
1: here. And guess what? My book, Calm the Chaos, has officially launched. So if you enjoy the podcast and find the stuff we're sharing valuable, I'm 100% sure you're going to love the book. You can get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you use this link, you'll also get some special bonuses. So once again, the link is calmthechaosbook.com. Thanks. I hope you're enjoying the show. So let's kind of walk through how if we find ourselves in this really difficult situation. And I know that, um, you share a lot about your own situation in the book and I am pretty open. We went through a time where I thought Jason and I were not going to make it through it. Um, and, and so can we talk about, you know, we've normalized that this does happen, especially if you're going through challenges with your kids and you're sleep deprived and all mm-hmm. those things. And so what, what, What are some of the very first like mindset shifts we need to make or what are some of the things that we ourselves, because I know we can only control ourselves, So what's the first like piece or, um, or shifts we can make to our thinking or to our beliefs as we, we start on this journey.
0: Mm. And this is where that work is. The mindset shift is what's inside of us. I love this. Um, we need to shift from outwards. Inwards, Mm. what we do when we experience painful emotions is we want to put it out and put it on the other person. If you Mm. weren't so defensive, if you just put the dishes away, if you helped out more, and we need to go inside and ask ourselves what this is about, what Mm. it is that we need, and what we're missing. So, so people listening. Instead of hanging out with pointing at your partner, hang out a little bit longer at your feelings. If this is mm-hmm. anger or frustration or resentment, ask yourself, what else is there? And if we mm-hmm. slow it down and shift to focusing inwards, we can often find what it is inside. That's mm-hmm. that's the first piece. So that is a self-awareness piece that we need. Mm-hmm. And it's a really key piece that we want to practice to building differentiation. Differentiation being self and other. Understanding that in a relationship, there are two separate people. You have your own thoughts and feelings. Your partner has their own thoughts and feelings, and neither one of you is right or wrong. You're both okay. So that's a key piece. So self awareness. But then the other piece that is a really important mindset shift is to not take things so personally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess I tell my story in the book, and I am really good actually, Greg and I can both tell our own stories about this, but I am really good at when we're in the car and Greg does this flick of his hand. I'm like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) There's nothing wrong with him. It's not the best approach. Do not take that away from this (laughs) podcast, but you know, it's just such that human response of something's bothering him. I did something wrong. We personalize things. And just like Mm -hmm. we do in parenthood, right? You know, it, it, early on, I can remember so many days feeling like I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, one kid's running down the hall, slamming the door and immediately it's so personal about me. And I know you teach people mm-hmm. how to step out of this. Yeah. I'm actually you. like
1: drinking from the mug with the, yeah, you tell know, me which- I, yeah. So I've got the, it's not about you mug. Right. Um, which so that's, is that that's my bookmark. Idea. That's my oh, bookmark that's so in one funny. of my
0: books, one of your <laughs> stickers, because I loved it. And actually, I should tell you, Dana, my son took the poster that you sent with the book and <laughs> Greg and I were reading through it. And I left on the table one day and he saw it. And so he took it to his room. <laughs> I love that. And there's only one statement on there. That's really more about parent of being like, I am the parent here or something, but all the other ones I think just resonate so deeply with him. Oh, I love that. But yeah, it, you know, it really is stepping out of that narrative of what we've been given growing up, which is it's about us. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's, Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, nine out of 10 times. um, It's not about us. And, This, even this example of, you know, you go to your partner and you say, um, I'm really overwhelmed and I really need you to help out a little bit more around the house. We won't go to into the, no, we don't want to use help. And that's a whole other conversation around mental load things, but you know, this is how you approach your partner and your partner says, so what, like, I'm not doing enough around here. Don't you see everything that I'm doing instantly that partner has spiraled into shame. And it is about Mm -hmm. them. And it's about their lovability and their enoughness and their adequacy. And all you said was I wanted more help. And so that mindset shift really is about building this filter of being able to say, my partner experiences things differently than me. They're Mm. separate from me. And I can then choose how I'm going to respond to that so that we can build connection.
1: I love that. All right. When that feeds right into the next piece is you already talked about how we can lose that connection piece because we lose the time. And I was just talking to someone, uh, a friend of mine's going to Costa Rica soon. And I was like, I was having this like almost... Um, you know, like this visceral reaction of grieving because I remember my husband and I, before we were husband and wife, we went to Costa Rica and it was the most Aww. lovely trip ever. And we were able to do that because my first husband would take the two older kids for a week or for a weekend. And so we would have just a lone couple time before we had our third kid. And I was like, man, that'd be nice. Can someone just go and take my kids? Um and so when we don't have that ability to just leave and and go and you know take a week in Costa Rica, mm. like And we're in this place where there's resentment and anger and frustration. How do we start to rebuild that connection when we're in that really rough place?
0: Yeah. And I think that is such a place that we get stuck in because what the logical part of our brains do is it says, let's talk, let's talk and work through this. Okay. And what happens when you talk and try to work through it, you get more dysregulated. And the more mm-hmm. dysregulated, the more you up the ante, the more anger, frustration and blame comes out, defensiveness, and the way you go into your into your cycle. Um, for people listening, I do have a free quiz that helps you to identify that cycle. It's not a diagnostic tool in any way. It's a fun tool to see what's our negative cycle that we get stuck in. So that's on my website. Um, but the, this piece here is that we then, so if we can't talk and talk and talk. Then we say, we'll wait until the Costa Rica trip. And that's not doable either. Because if you're going to wait for a trip before you water your plant, the plant is going to wilt and wither Mm -hmm. away. So we need to find those small things frequently. And gosh, our brains are so good at doing the all or nothing. If I can't go on the trip. Then we don't have any time to do anything. For people listening, I have a very hard truth. And that is that you have time. We Mm -hmm. have the time. We often choose the easy road to sit on our phone at the end of the day, or we're distracted by our phone 10 times mm-hmm. when we could have just put it away and sat with our partners for 10 minutes and turned towards them. And not mm-hmm. to talk about the stressors, but to, to connect, to be able to mm-hmm. say, what's something stressful happening in your life? How can i support you this week Mm -hmm. what is something that you dream about for us in our future right those are those emotional connection pieces and we lose those in parenthood and Mm -hmm. the research is that parents to young children spend is it 30 minutes a week talking and i mean that's surprising it's so little and the majority of that time is about transactional pieces where are the mm-hmm. splash pants? Are you doing lunches? I'm doing drop off. Where are you then? Right. That's not connection. Mm-hmm. So the connection then also looks like, can you go, if you're out for a walk with the kids, can you hold each other's hand? If you go to the park, agree to keep your phones away. And while your kids are up and down the slide or whatever, right. Whatever that looks mm-hmm. like, build in those intentional moments of connections. I often tell people to go back to their daily rituals. When you mm-hmm. first started dating, how did you build that connection and excitement mm-hmm. and anticipation for each other? You greeted each other at the door, you shared an emotion, you talked at the dinner table. I'm always surprised to hear how many people don't eat dinners together or mm-hmm. they have their phones out or they're watching TV side by side. It is one of the easiest things we can do to connect with each other is to to remove the devices and find and I, I appreciate when parents when one's at the home, or they're shift working or they're off-site um, or they're away deployed um we gotta find those moments though mm-hmm. yeah
1: uh recently I've been getting text messages from my husband and so just last night I got one and it actually kind of surprised me and it just was like um it was like thank you for being you I love you have a good night and, you know, he easily could have said that to me in person, but it was really sweet. And it's something that maybe we would have done years ago uh, when we were dating. And so I love that reminder to go back to these really, really small things mm-hmm. and finding those small moments. Uh, we talk about that a lot for time and energy and getting that time and energy. You're not looking for a 10-minute, 30-minute hour activity. You're looking for a th- something you can do in 30 seconds. You can make them coffee. You can... Uh, you know, bring them their plate. You can sit -hmm. beside them. You can rub their shoulder. You can, you know, something lately that I've been doing is when my husband will do like a car run or a, like a hobby run. So taking my daughter to ballet or something like that. Um, he'll say, I'm going to go take Florida ballet. Do you want to go with me? And in the past, I would probably say, no, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to work. I'm going to get through this. And so now, um, you know, we were talking about this before, like kind of, I've gone back to ground zero in the business. So it really is like, it's almost a necessity at this point to take those moments away from the business or away from my work and that choice we talked about earlier. And so I'll say, yeah, I'm I'm going to go with you. And I put everything down. I typically don't even take my phone and we just ride to ballet together. And then that means we're coming home in the car by ourselves with no child in the car. And it's only a 10 minute ride, Mm. but it is something that adds that little tiny daily connection. I always tell parents connect as a human first, not as a parent first or about the challenge first. So I love that you're sharing those exact same reminders.
0: It's such an easy thing for us to do. And yet we get sucked up into the stressors of every day. Mm -hmm. The other things become more important, whether it's our business Mm -hmm. or completing the pile of laundry or getting through all the dishes. There will always be those things, always. Mm -hmm. And we get to choose what what we need in a moment, right? And Mm -hmm. sometimes, I like to normalize this for parents. Sometimes you will choose the dishes and that's okay. There's no shame or blame here. Um, But then the other piece is that, you know, choose your partner. Mm-hmm. Choose I, I ran a roommate challenge recently. So many people feel like roommates. It's it's mm-hmm. so difficult. And people were sharing, we decided to sit on the same side of the couch and it felt really awkward and strange. And then it felt good. And we can't believe we haven't been doing it. Right. But, and then someone else had said, when we go back to our dating days, we were in such a small apartment with one piece of furniture, we had to snuggle yeah. versus now we have two couches and we sit on different couches and the opposite ends of the room. And, right. It's like these micro moments of how do we yeah. actually feel close? And in order to do that, I think a lot of that too also requires the willingness to look after ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for myself to be able to give to my husband with running businesses as well, Mm -hmm. it means I get out of bed a little bit earlier. It means Mm -hmm. I'm reading on my own. I'm doing the, even if it's not a full workout, it's a 10 minute yoga stretch to connect Mm -hmm. with my mind and body. Every Monday night, we're, we're getting better at this as parents. And this has been a needed part that we should have been doing earlier, is Monday nights are my night. So I go and do something. Yeah. I'm watercolor painting right now, which I, I love. love. That, um, Or I found a, an adult dance class as well that I've joined. Um, and then on Wednesday night, he goes and does his thing. And, and we try really mm-hmm. hard to keep ourselves committed to that with flexibility, of course, but because we've got to give to ourselves before we mm-hmm. can then give to each other.
1: Mm, that's really powerful. Um, so if we're in this situation where we feel like we can't really talk to our partner, where we feel like, um, you know, or maybe we make these bids for connection and they're turned away. Um, is there anything that we need to understand before we jump into like solutions and strategies and ways forward? Is there any of the science or any of anything that like just helps us move forward? And have a deeper understanding of what's really happening um, that you would want people to know.
0: You didn't get here overnight. I think that's one of Mm -hmm. the biggest things that people forget. And so because you've chosen this one day and one time on whatever X date at 5 p.m. to say to your partner, I really appreciate this about you. Expect them to be thrown off. Expect Mm -hmm. them to grunt back in the way that they might have before or expect nothing, right? Expect Mm -hmm. it to be in that hard place. Um, sometimes we need to have meta conversations about the state of our relationship. So not necessarily talking about how we're going to solve a problem, but actually talking about us feeling really stuck. Mm. Um, and then also too, when you had said the science in here, I was thinking, gosh, you know, when we go to our nervous systems and when people are dysregulated, we know that we can't solve issues from that place. Mm -hmm. So it is about how do we then start being more calm and connected. And sometimes that might be just putting your hand on their shoulder and saying, I'm here, right? Having more of Mm -hmm. those positive moments. Actually, what comes to mind is the Gottman Institute research where for every one negative comment Mm -hmm. or statement, you need to make five positive ones to outweigh them. And that the important thing that we want to do is continuing to make those drops into our relationship bucket. You've got to nurture that part. And sometimes that means you're doing it on your own and they're not there yet. But if you show up with how it feels good for you, something mm-hmm. over time might change.
1: Yeah, I love that. And so what are some some tools or some strategies to start, um, start towards creating some change in the way you guys are communicating or the way that um, you're solving problems, especially if it's around parenthood? Like, mm. you know, a lot of the things that I hear from parents is, you know, well, I hear, I hear two things. I hear my, my partner's not on board, right. With this way of parenting and, and parenting from a place of connection and, and compassion. Um, they want to do it their way. And so that's one thing I hear, but when I go to ask them, okay, can you have conversations about anything? A lot of times they'll say, no, like all we do is argue or, you know, he has his way. I have my way. And we never, the two shall meet where, what would you say are the, like some of the stepping stones or the blocks to creating a more cohesive relationship or solving these problems together?
0: If you're at that place where you can't have any conversation, I always recommend people Get support. It is mm-hmm. never too early to go for couples therapy, um, mm-hmm. but also appreciating that couples therapy is out of reach for many. So maybe it's my book where I have tangible exercises at the end of each page, but also this is why I created Be Connected was because a lot of people kept saying to me, my partner doesn't want to come along. And so Mm -hmm. I created these lessons and guides, 12 core lessons and guides. There's a library of all kinds of specific challenges in there so that you can do this at home and you don't, Mm -hmm. you can do it with your partner if they're on board, but if they're not, you do it and you start building this awareness of what's happening in your relationship because Mm -hmm. we know one thing to be true. If you don't seek help, nothing changes. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people wait too long and the longer you wait, the longer it will take to make changes. So I'm just going to, I'm going to leave that out there. Um, But then the other piece here is we need to stop, start rather by stopping the negative cycle that starts to spiral. So being able to label this, you're going to, when a conversation starts to escalate or your partner walks away from you, you being able to say, okay, this is our cycle. This is not either one of us as being the bad people here we're stuck. We are on the same team and we want to solve this cycle together. And the best thing we can do is to stop it and deposit. And mm. I, u- I often use my hand. Okay. I'm going to stop us right here. Hang on. This is big. I think we're escalating and we're not going to get anywhere. Let's press pause. So that's the first mm. thing mm-hmm. that people have to be able to start doing because you cannot compromise. You can't problem solve. You can't create safety. If all of your arguments escalate into disconnection. Mm -hmm. And so from there, then we are not focusing on sexual intimacy. We might not even be focusing on deepening emotional intimacy, but what are the experiences that you can have that are going to start feeling good for you? Mm. And if your partner's not on board, you start the conversation and then you bring Mm -hmm. it forward and you show up with those drops, like sending the text. And that's, Mm. if our partners are not on board, that's the only thing we can do at the start is to look at what we're doing.
1: Yeah. I love that. So we have had, this has been such a great conversation. I could talk to you all day long, but I know that you have got an amazing book. You've got your Be Connected community and resources. So I want everyone who's listening to this to head on over to Dr. Tracy and check her out. Um, but before we wrap up, I love asking all of our guests, if you were sitting with a uh, you know, a a parent who is struggling in their marriage, struggling to connect, struggling to communicate with their partner, and you only had one or two minutes to talk to them. What is
0: that one thing that you want them to, to hear? You need to start taking responsibility for how you show up in this role. And this is nothing about you. This is nothing about your lovability, but it says, I'm going to put our relationship ahead of my own ego, and I'm going to own that there are times that I show up here and it's not great. And I see that I do that and I can see my impact on you. And when we can come back to owning our stuff like that, who doesn't want to hear that? Instead of the pointing the finger or blaming, but you come to your partner and you say, you know, last night when I was so sharp with you, I that couldn't have felt good for you. And you know, sometimes I get into that place because actually I'm scared. I'm disconnected. I'm struggling and I don't know how to do this. But I want you to know, I see, I do this, and that's something I'm becoming aware of, and I'm learning how to change. That is powerful.
1: That is so powerful. I love that so much, and I hope that everyone kind of saves that, puts that on repeat. Uh, if you know someone who needs to hear this, you know, share this with them as well. And you know, I want everyone to know you're not alone. These, you know, Dr. Tracy has shared that this is really common, and mm-hmm. so giving yourself permission to do these steps that that Tracy's walked through I think is so so valuable and it, and it can radically change your life if you're you know able to take these steps and take that ownership it's just so beautiful. So Dr. Tracy where can people find out more about you, your book and all the things I'm going to put the links below but I want to make sure that they have your resources.
0: One of the best things that people can do is to Join me on Instagram and please send me a DM. I'm on there. I'm social. Let me know what stood out for you from this conversation and what you're going to put into place moving forward. That's Dr. Tracy D on Instagram um, and all socials. And then find me on my website. I have lots of free resources there for you. And my program is there. It's drtracyd.com. And then if you add the forward slash join, you'll be able to read more about Be Connected, which, and I know you know this, Dana, because you're seeing parents making amazing changes in your community. It is such powerful work and mm-hmm. it works. And I'm seeing people tell me that sometimes the lessons, not sometimes, but the lessons are better than one of their therapy sessions mm-hmm. or they're making real and meaningful changes. And that is just so cool to be able to to hear from people all over the world. So it's so cool. Yes. Absolutely. And
1: I, I only share resources that I find valuable myself and that I fully align with. And, you know, if you're listening to this, I fully align with what Dr. Tracy has to say, and she's not going to pull you in a million directions. Um, <laughs> hopefully you can tell that by just the way that we've had this conversation. You can see why I love her so much. And so, um, you know, we're going to wrap up this episode, but I just want to remind everyone that's listening that you are doing the best with what you've been given up to this point. And Dr. Tracy has given you a ton of information to think about, but I want you to focus on one tiny next step. And that can be taking you know, that radical responsibility. That can be sending one tiny text to your partner, whatever that is, find one small way to move forward today so that you can start creating that change in your relationship. And just like Dr. Tracy said, send her a DM, send me a DM, let us know what resonated, let us know what really um, kind of stuck with you. And and we want, can't wait to hear how this episode has affected you and your partnership. And I will talk to you guys on next week's episode. Bye, guys. Oh, and before I go, one quick note for all of you who are enjoying the podcast. My new book is officially live, and I know you're going to love it. So just a quick reminder, you can go get your copy at CalmTheChaosBook.com. And if you do, you'll get some cool bonuses as well. Once again, get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com and I'll see you next week.